One, two, three. Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 189. I have a very, very special guest. He is the host from Put the Stress Down podcast, my boy, Mookie. But he, I had him on, what was it on? Was it on Tuesday, Mookie? I had you on doing a Mega Man after dark? Uh, I think it was Thursday, actually. Yes. Tuesday or Thursday? One, one of the tea days. It was one of the tea days. I know that. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did me in fact, dude, that that was a very good episode. And um it you know, it really touched home because when you have a an audience like yours, an audience like mine, where I heard the last episode you did with Isaac and talking about mental health, you know, a lot of people don't wanna talk about it because it's almost kind of more taboo, you know? What do you think? No, I would have to agree with you, man, 100%. And before we even get started, just let me say thank you, man, again, for having me on. And, you know, I really, I'm honored, man, because I followed your work for a long time. And having you on my show was a big deal. And it means the world to me, you know, to be able to be here and to provide some content for you, man. So I just wanted to say thanks before we even, you know what I mean? Get out the station. No, man, thank you. You know, if it wasn't for the Hood Santa, Tito and uh, Serenity, uh, tell me about your podcast. You know, you and I, we wouldn't be talking right now. So I thank you for inviting me on, but I also thank them also because, you know, when I heard your when I heard your podcast, uh, Mookie, it was uh, it it was pretty deep. You know, I just it, sometimes we all go through mental health and everything, but uh, hearing your episode, you you hit it hard. You you hit it hard. Yeah, I do. And do you know, to answer your question, it's absolutely taboo, you know, and it shouldn't be. It's not like we're talking about sex out in the street. You know what I mean? We're talking about stuff that literally, my G, every single person walking this earth goes through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why aren't we talking about it? Why are we letting our friends die? Why are people suffering alone and crying themselves to sleep every night because they feel like they got nobody to talk to when in the next room, somebody's feeling the same shit you know what i mean we gotta fix that yeah you know it was good i was uh i was out for five days i, I was sick and like you know really sick right after we did the the episode on was it on tuesday i got sick must have had like a stomach flu or, or whatever but you know taking time off not working it just kind of like i was reflecting i was like man i cannot wait to take my breakup because today is the last day of me doing a podcast because you know I'm taking two months off and uh you know I really needed it. You know, when you go hard doing the podcast and you kind of neglect, you know, your family, you know, your work and this, whatever. So now that I can just push aside my podcast to focus on other things, you know, I needed it because there's things that I need to take care of personally when once I take this break, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like I just like I told Isaac, because he's doing the same thing, you know what I mean? And and that's a good thing. I'm glad to see that that's becoming normal. Like, you know, he's got a su- successful brand himself and he's going to be starting a podcast. But he's saying, you know, right in the middle of all that, of his momentum, mm-hmm. he's going on break, man. He's going on break and he, he, he don't owe nobody an apology. You don't owe nobody an apology. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to do, bro, for your mental health. And if people want the show to continue, if people want you to continue to get better, then they they need to understand why you need this break. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who understand, but there's still some knuckleheads out there like, oh, suck it up, Mega Man. You got to keep on going. It's like, well, I can't. It, there's certain people who tell me to keep on going, but for them... 
they're like a they're just like a running 24 7 like they keep on going they don't know when to stop for me i used to be like that but now i want to stop because i need to i need to take care of my health yeah absolutely 100 percent. and i get it bro i'm the same way man i'm a fiend when it comes to the show like i want to be you know what i mean i don't want to miss a beat you know, so when I took a month off, I took December off because 2020 was a hell of a year, man. And as you heard, you know, in those episodes that I've released, I really opened myself up and then really just laid it all out there. So, you know, I needed a month to to get myself back in shape and mm-hmm. to work on the show, to make the show. And, bro, the show's better than it's ever been now, man. So, I mean, but in that moment, I'm the same. I'm like, oh, man, this guy put out another podcast and damn, that was really good. And I'm just falling behind. But it's like, you know, it don't matter. It don't matter. I need to get right. Hey, when you took a month off for December, I, I got to know, like, because this is the first time. How was it like when you took a month off, like, from doing podcasts? Were you feeding for it? Like, I got to put an episode out a couple of days. Like, Ooh. But, you know, your family and your job and everything comes first and podcasts will be on the side. How do you how did you cope with that? I mean, it, it was hard, man, I'm going to be honest with you, because again, you know, I listen to a lot of regular podcasts, you know what I mean? There's a lot of MMA podcasts that I listen to. So, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to Slip the Jab podcast, Unmatched MMA, Combat Corner. I mean, all these guys, like they're they're out there, you know, just pushing out content, embrace the grind. Like, and so you're listening to everybody drop, you know, on your regular drop days and you're just like, damn, like, you know what I mean? You, I'm not going to get forgotten. Like, what's the mood? You know what I mean? But it's just ultimately, I like I said, I knew that. More important than that, you know, time with my family, getting my mind right. It was the most important because, like you said, we neglect our families, not in a, like, malicious way, you understand. But, mm-hmm. you know, we just get we, we get married to the craft. And so, you know, yeah, that time takes away from the family, you know. So, fortunately, you know, I've been blessed with a wonderful family that supports it. And, you know, they give me that time. And so, you know, in return, I just try to be the best man for them I can be, bro. And that's what you're doing and that's what you're doing for your family and i and i commend you and i respect it oh mookie you're the man man you can, i gotta say man you got that deal voice for 92.3 the beat baby you get that shit man <laughs> i wish i had that kind of voice i wish i had that voice i don't know what to tell you man i just blessed i guess <laughs> I've been trying to I, I I've been trying to find a deal because I want to get him on my podcast. He does not have no Instagram. He has he just vanished. Yeah, I mean, man, damn, he got his cheese and he got out the game. I guess I know, but it's like, man, I want to get him on. But hey, so I gotta say, how is your day going, man? It's good, brother. It's a very good day. Yeah, we uh, my stepdaughter just turned thirteen yesterday, so we were able to uh, celebrate. You know, just a little bit with our inner circle. You know, the people that we keep close and celebrate her and so you know that it was just such a beautiful day man so to wake up this morning and you know to have this this show coming like I knew this was coming and Mm -hmm. I was excited bro I'm always excited to talk to people I'm even more excited to talk to like-minded people bro and don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. I'm all for you know a conversation with somebody that thinks different I'm very Mm open-minded but I also enjoy you know conversations with people who understand where I'm at mentally Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that's that's just, uh, you know, I look forward to those conversations. That's why I love my show, man, because, you know, it's not about getting 10 million downloads. It's really not. It's about I'm looking forward to having an amazing conversation and all these other people are going to get to hear it too. You know what I mean? In the midst of all of this negativity and all this craziness that's going on, mm-hmm. it's just 
a small break, you know what I mean? A little window of, of just peace, man. Yeah. And I think with your podcast, and I know I hear like, um, you know, the on it with uh, Aubrey Marcus and Jocko's uh, podcast, you know, uh, there's some good that helps out with the mental state and everything, because now I'm reaching the age of 40. I need to start closing all these chapters and kind of just move on and, and not like hold grudges or not like think about the stuff that I've been through in my life. It, instead of using that as, as like ammunition or, or what you may call, or just grudge and all that, I should just use this for experience for when my kids get older, you know, with situations or even in the podcast, you know, like, hey, Mega Man, hey, Mookie, I'm going through some situation. How do you cope with this? How do you deal with this and stuff like that? Because, you know, not every day, but maybe every two or three days, I might get a, a DM or two from someone who's going through depression or someone who's having a hard time. And it's like, you know, I just want to let you know, man, just by hearing your podcast, Mookie, just by hearing your podcast, Megan, man, you 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 brighten up my day. You make me uh, move forward. You make you just help me out through the whole day, and I just want to thank you. So you never know out there in the world, there's someone out there listening to you or to my podcast that it just made their whole fucking day. Uh, yeah, man, that that's the biggest reward, man, to anybody that thinks that you know me and my team are in this for clout or to be somebody. Like fuck all that noise, bro. We're here to help people. Mm -hmm. And when we get those DMs and we get those tweets and those, you know, messages, every, every platform available, bro, Facebook from, you know, veterans, parents. I mean, there's no greater feeling, man, to know that, you know, I don't give a fuck who likes this. I don't give a fuck who shares this on Instagram or doesn't mm -hmm. because the people that I need to are, and they're reaching the more important people that need the help. You know what I mean? And that's what we're worried about. And that's who we're reaching, bro. And we're growing by the day and, it's just a blessing, man. It really is a blessing to be helping so many people. Yeah, big time. Helping so many people. At the same time, I was looking at my DMs last night. I was like, okay, I can't look at my DMs. There's a UFC fight. I just saw Derek Lewis knock out Curtis Blades last night. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that was ugly, bro. That was a that was a nasty uppercut. Mm, mm. I was like, those follow up shots were insane. I can't imagine what that. I mean, he was stone cold, bro. And he took two extra full speed joints to the dome. I mean, woo. Yeah, that Derek Lewis, man. You 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 can't you can't uh you can't sleep on him, man. Because when he when he knocked out Alexander Volkov, you know, when that's one in the air, like, what happened, man? My balls were hot. <laughs> <laughs> My balls was hot. Yeah, <laughs> then he knocked out Curtis Blade. I mean, what's next for him? You know what, J uh, John Jones? Well, I mean, that would be a banger of a fight, of course, but uh, I think he's probably got a couple more fights before he gets there. But he's, bro, he's improved so much overall in his game. He used to be, you know what I mean, textbook. Like, oh, here's this big heavyweight that throws hands. If you can get past the first, you know, minute and a half, he's done. He's gassed. You just wrestle him, boom, game over. Well, you know, he, he started taking the shit serious, and he got in the gym and started training and got lean, and he came back, and, bro, he's just been on a tear, and you, you can't uh, – you know, he's not a novelty act no more. He's, he's the real deal. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, man, dude, I, I, I got to say, now that the UFC is getting more bigger, more global, man, you got all these killers coming out of Africa, you know, China, like, you know, like Russia, you know, like they're just coming out of the woodworks. And, you know, I just don't want to see a lot of these uh, old veterans, these legends keep on fighting for you know because there's like these a whole bunch of these young dogs is looking or hungry and 
you know, after seeing what happened to Frankie Edgar, you know, getting need and shit like that, I was like, God damn. Yeah, I, it's sad, bro. I, I don't like watching that either. You know, at some point they gotta they gotta hang it up. But I understand. You know what I mean? It, it's a it's a financial thing because that's all these guys got. You know what I mean? So they're trying to hold on. But B, it's like they know. You know, I know I run the risk of of getting my ass beat. But I don't know what I'm gonna do next. You know what I mean? I don't have a plan. I'm terrified of, of what's to come. So I just have to keep doing this until. I can't. I think in a way with that with that blue that that blue like print, you know, like how Brandon Shaw was like, what am I gonna do with my life? When he started the fighter and the kid, he he asked Brian Callen, hey, loan me some money, so like five thousand dollars so I can get this podcast and I can do these teachers and whatever this happens, happens. So it's now seeing that Brandon Shaw's not doing fighting no more and now he's commentating, doing podcasts. He's doing all this stuff. I think a lot of MMA fighters, when they retire, be like, okay, got some money saved up, maybe do a podcast, maybe do the same thing what they're doing. But it's just sometimes I hate to see like fighters like Diego Sanchez. He's been fighting since he was 19, and he's still fighting. He's like 40-something. I'm like, just got to let it go, man. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's taken a lot of damage to the dome, clearly. You know what I mean? And so – it's really hard to, you know, like I said, I'm open-minded, bro. Yeah. I, I, I ain't nobody to judge. But some of the stuff he, he comes out with and the stuff he believes is just, you know what I mean? I, I don't understand it, you know, more power to him. But uh, I'm sure that, you know, getting hit in the head as many times as he has, has has played a role in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to say best of luck to them, you know, this fighter, because I know my boy Brian Ortega, he's going to be fighting pretty soon. I think it was on March, yeah. March 27th. T-City, baby. Um, there's a lot of good fights coming up down the road, but I want to see that Francis and uh, Stipe fight. Yeah, that's going to be a burner, man. Let's see if uh, let's see if he can run it back. Let's see if Francis uh, leveled up and you know worked on some boxing. And you know he's a he's an animal. He's terrifying, but you know there's ways to out outsmart that. You know what I mean? Tactics will, will beat power, but you know it, we, he proved it last time. So I'm excited, man. I, I mean I. I know Stipe's uh, got that eye issue, you know what I mean? So I'm a bit concerned that maybe he's rushing it back because of fan pressure and things like that because, bro, the, the MMA community is ruthless, bro. You know, we're savages. We want, our, we want our meat and we want it now. So, you know, a lot of times I feel like these guys rush back in there, you know, and it's not always the best idea. But, you know, we'll see. Nobody knows. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Huh? But I'm excited, man. The first one was amazing. Yeah, I just – I can't wait. You know, there's so many UFC fights – I think Bellator, they think they started doing their lightweight, light heavyweight, um, like tournament again and stuff. Um, I'm trying to get on the podcast, Aaron McKee, uh, that's uh, Tony McKee's uh, son. He's like, I guess he's one of the best, like right now in ESPN, like the number one pro, like young prospect coming up and stuff. That's including with all the organizations of all the uh, the fighting and stuff. He's like number one. So uh, I want to see him fight because I know he's he's based out in Lakewood, California. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know the city well. Yeah, so I will see what's up. You know, I, lo- I look forward to him and stuff like that. So Mookie, I got to get to know, man. Like um, before we talk about stuff on the podcast, I got to know, man, where did you grow up at? 
I grew up in largely in Southgate, bro, Southgate, California. We we kind of were all over, like Huntington Park, Southgate, Linwood. You know what I mean? Different places. Mm-hmm. I, I lived a little bit in like Norwalk, Downey, those kind of places. But the the biggest chunk of my life was I mean, you know, really where I grew up was Southgate. Southgate, man. Like I always hear back in the day, like that's my son Pete taking a piss. I don't know why I heard like I heard like a toilet. <laughs> nice, yeah, take a take a I heard back in the day, like. Well, like in the 90s, like, you know, when they used to have all these lowrider shows, I would they say, who had the most, the hottest girls? And they would say Southgate or Whittier. One of those two would have all the beautiful items. Oh, yeah. They used to say Whittier where the girls are prettier. I remember <laughs> that from back in the day. It wasn't accurate, baby. Southgate High Nows. That was where it was at. Always. That's... Fuck those Whittier bitches. No, that... I got lost. <laughs> but yeah, Southgate. Southgate has the cream of the crop, baby. Come on now. Southgate ha- I'm going to give the shine to no other city. Represent. Uh, Southgate had the most hottest girls and stuff. And I think Almonte had the most like rockabilly girls and shit. And Whittier was kind of like more, but I'm telling you, man, like back then when I was single, man, I was like, I was fucking like girl crazy and shit. Cause you know, when they used to have all those house parties, like after school, you go and shit like that. There's like go go dancers and there's girls that's kicking it, you know, and stuff. I used to, man, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm surprised I, I graduated because I dished a lot of days to go to kickback parties. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it was a different time then. And before, before I move forward, let me say, the hottest girl was in San Gabriel Valley because that was where my wife was at before I get myself in trouble. Oh, so shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to my wife. That's where the hottest girl was at. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it was just a different time, man. Flyer parties and, you know, Rebel crews and shit like that with the Harley boots and plucked eyebrows. It was just, oh, you know what I mean? It was, it was a scene, bro. It was a whole scene. I was into that, like, pop punk, you know what I mean? Like, punk rock scene and... So that you know, that's a whole entire community in itself. So you know, it, it was just an awesome time, man. I, I, when you said about the rebel scene, I have pictures. My mom has them. I'm not, I had, I had, oh, like, yeah. I used to have that. You know, we like you would shave your head, like you get like a number one and a number two on top, and you had the little the little front bangs, and you put like blonde streaks on it, and you slick it, and you had the chain. Yeah, I remember Harley Davidson, yeah. the boots, and everything, and I'm like. What the fuck I was doing, like, and then people would tell me, "Hey, what, what click, what rubber click you want, and everything." And it was, man, I was like going through a phase. I was like, "Who am I?" Yeah, I remember there was crews at Southgate, and they would get in like trouble and shit. They would be like bulletins going out about like, "Oh, if you're part of these guys, like, you can't, don't be writing this on your notebooks and things like that." Like, it was a whole thing, man. It was like Looney Tribe was one of them at my school, and then. uh what was the other? They were called like Drunken Monk, I think was the other Drunken one. Drunken like Monk, rival crews. That yeah, those are shout out to those crews if they're still out there. They were uh, those were like the rival crews back in like ninety eight, ninety nine at Southgate. Uh-huh. So when there was like all these crews, was it like like breakdancing crews? Like just like like whose click was better? Because there's always stuff like that. Like who was the best dancer than this? There's like or you know gangs here and stuff. But it was most like who was the best like dancer, like rebel dancer and shit. Like you know. Like one of those. Yeah, it was like more. It was more about who was the better crew, bro. Honestly, that's really what it was. It was like who threw the best parties. You know what I mean? Who had the best looking girls? What crew had the freshest gear? You know what I mean? That's what it was about. It was about outflexing the other crew. You know what I mean? And just like, yo, we're a stronger team than you are, pretty much. Yeah. And then of course you had like, oh, this is the dancer fool. You know what I mean? And they all had like the fools would go heads up. You know what I mean? That type of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then like all that stuff. Then. When you said like what you were listening to a lot of punk like back then, 
Oh, yeah. Like, I discovered Green Day in 95, bro. And from that point on, I mean, I never looked back, bro. I fell in love with Green Day the second I heard him fucking complaining about, you know what I mean? Being a teenager, I was like, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, Green Day. There were so many uh, alternative bands coming out. Uh, man, I listen to so many music. But now, Mookie, I listen to a lot of, like, uh, a lot of indie music. A lot of indie yeah, I do as well. I listen to indie music, but honestly, I, I, the biggest chunk of what I listen to is what I was listening to when I was 15, bro. I just, it's it's where I live, you know what I mean? It's the shit that I, that I you know, related to then that I relate to now, so I just, I mean, of course I introduce new shit, you know what I mean? But anytime I just need something to listen to, I, I, I've got so much of the classic shit to fall back yeah, on. Yeah, I know. The music, it's hard to understand, like, all this Takashi 6 9 and all. But there's some music, like ASAP Rocky, or like you said, indie music. I've been listening to uh, this Cholo Goth called Prayers. Yeah, yeah, we're familiar with Prayers. Yeah, big time. They're, they're yeah, a good part of the scene, man. They're good guys. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, that one. And there was a, another group coming out. They're kind of like a new version of Coldplay called uh, Cigarettes After Sex. You're, I don't know if you heard of them. No, no, that wouldn't be. That's probably too far out of my realm. Yeah, that you got to check them out. They're, they're. I mean, they're. It's hard to listen to music these days. So when I heard, I was like, looked them up. I was like, oh, these guys are big, but a lot of people don't know who they are. But every time when they go to concerts, they freaking sell out. No, I believe it, bro. But yeah, uh, crowds are passionate like that, and it's crazy too, bro. Because I was just. I mean, blown away and thankful. One of the bands that I grew up listening to was called Homegrown. And I mean, they had, I mean, I had all their shit. I still listen to all their shit. And I would go to their shows, you know what I mean? And just like fiend for these fools. And then fast forward, you know, down the line. And I was able to get uh, the lead singer on the podcast, man. And we had a good episode and, you know, good talk on mental health. And I mean, it was just crazy to see how it came full circle, you know? Yeah. Hey, when you, when you started doing the podcast, I want to, um, I want to talk just for a little about that because I want to talk about your podcast in the end. Um, when yeah. you have a guest on or when you have listeners, do you ever have a guest who comes who come on and they bring some personal things or something that they don't want to talk about and they kind of get emotional? Because there's been times where when I have a guest on, Mookie, some people get very emotional because you're bringing up uh, stuff from the past, you know, which – you know, some people think like, oh, I moved on or I don't talk about it anymore. But when you make that thing relevant, it kind of hurts their heart. Like it, some people just try to avoid answering certain questions. Yeah, man, we, we've had that happen quite a few times. And uh, bro, let me tell you, I think one of the, one of like the first episodes, I think episode one, first one I recorded, I right when I started, I started crying, bro, just because I was so overwhelmed by the moment. I was like we had. We were like right in the thick of the pandemic. We were just, you know, beginning to deal with it. And I was just starting the show and I just broke down, bro, because it was just it was the weight I felt. But, you know, I didn't stop recording. I left it in, you know, and I didn't apologize for it neither because that's how I felt at that time. And, and I had to set the stage and let people know that this is a safe space. You know what I mean? So when you come here, you know, I understand we're going to be touching on things that you you never told anybody, maybe, you know what I mean? And and I never force anybody, bro. Let me get that straight. Mm -hmm. I never tell anybody what to say or what to do. They tell their story as comfortable as they feel, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, they come on and they open up and some of them break down and, and I let them know right away, you know, go on ahead. You know what I mean? Take all the time you like, don't even trip. You know, because that's that's you're you're stronger right now than you've ever been. You know what I mean in this vulnerable spot. And that's good that you said that because you know when 
when you say this is a safe place, you know, and some sometimes with people, it was like me, it's just like I this it was my first time doing your podcast and I felt so relieved and so like I could be myself, I can open up because a lot of people it's it's hard for them to open up because they they care about their image. They don't want people to see me like oh, this guy's too weak or this girl's too weak, you know. But the thing is, a lot of people they want to know who we are when we're not doing big podcasts and everything, and and that's what what I'm trying to do. Is like when I'm doing podcasts, I want to be hey in, instead of you calling me Mega Man, call me Steven. You know, but a lot of people still call me Mega Man, and it's kind of weird because it kind of it irritates people sometimes. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, you know, like um, like my lady, she got pissed. She's like, "Dude, what the heck was all these girls calling you Mega Man? <laughs> call them, call you know, or these people? They're just saying shit like that." It's like, I don't like it because can they just tell you like your name is Steven? But it's like, well, I'm not putting the character on. It's just it's. That's what my name is shows for, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're building a brand. You know what I mean. You got to have that brand identity. That's all it's about. You know what I mean. Always. <laughs> I know. So when did you? When did you, after high school? Did you go straight to the military? No. So after high school, I went to uh, LBCC for a little while. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. I went to Long Beach City College, and I was going to do my generals, and then I was going to hop over to Cal State Long Beach. You know, that was the that was the vision board, but unfortunately, it did not uh, come to fruition. So I ended up uh, dropping out and getting married, and, you know, that was a great idea at 19 years old, let me tell you. And to no one's surprise, you know what I mean? It, it just kind of fell apart, and when I was 21, it was uh, after the – September 11th attacked it was like a couple years later was the anniversary mm-hmm. and they I was watching this special like on the news and it had I had you know I had never really processed it you know what I mean and then watching this and seeing you know the horrors that had unfolded that day I just I got tired of living here without giving back you know what I mean I really had had enough and I thought you know look I'm young I'm able-bodied you know I, I I'm ready and I went and signed up and did you tell your lady like hey man i'm gonna signed up you know do you want to be with me or not because you know what they say like did you meet your lady before you went to the military yeah i did but it was a tumultuous relationship bro and you know i'm not going to speak too much on it out of respect for her you know but it just uh, at the time it, it just was uh it was already headed downhill you know what i mean when i went into the into the military so you know, it, it really wasn't too significant. Yeah, man. When you went to the military, it's like a lot of people, they always come. They, I, I had a lot of, I was telling you a while back, you know, I had cousins and, and families and relatives who had been in the military. And the thing is, when they went to over there, there's things that they don't want to talk about, that stuff that they seen that it really messed them up. And, and I had some cousins who were, they weren't the same when they came back, you know, so, but the only thing is with a lot of the military people I know, you know, they don't talk about what they saw over there, you know, because it might, you know, bring a lot of passes up or, you know, they, they saw stuff like they should never seen. Exactly, bro. And, And the problem with a lot of guys and the reason why we lose so many vets, bro, is that they, they don't talk about that. And so it kills them, man. And so fast forward to, you know, why did I join? Because I was sick of sitting back and doing nothing. Mm. And now I'm back, you know what I mean? And I've gotten some help and, and and I can help others, you know what I mean? So 
I got tired of seeing my buddies die and hearing another, here's another day and this guy couldn't take it. And you know what I mean? So again, uh, I may not be young anymore, but I'm able-bodied. I can speak and I can try and spread some knowledge, man, and let the world know what we're going through as veterans, man, because it's incredibly difficult. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And I know they're trying to find certain kind of experiments on plants or maybe like with uh, CBD or anything to really calm down the, the CTE or the post dramatic stress, you know, what they have, you know, I seen a, I see a lot of veterans in Long Beach right there on Bellflower and seventh street, just right there, all nothing but uh, RVs. And you see them, they're asking for help and everything. And it's man, dude, I just, I never seen like this before Mookie with, with this whole country, you know, you know, being on lockdown and it's just people's mental health is just, they can't take it no more. That's it. That's it. And and again, that's why I do what I do, bro, because I want to normalize talking about this shit. You know what I mean? I want to have guests from every walk of life, you know, from preacher to drug dealer. I don't care. Come on my show and tell me your story so that everybody listening can hear that at the end of the day we're all not that different you know we have different stories of course but we've all been through some hardcore shit man and we all need help getting through this life yeah you tell me about that there's so many things you know for me taking a break you know because i remember I heard, when i heard an episode you had with isaac he's like man dude i got this podcast i gotta do this area i gotta do extended you know the family you know with the the shirts and everything and i could tell it's like you like you doing like four things at once it, it can be very stressful to you but if for me i was like fuck i wish i had four i wish i was doing four things at once instead of doing 20 things at once <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you bro it's hard you know what i mean because i got a team too you know with extended family of course shout out extended family apparel mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they expect a certain thing out of me, you know what I mean? And I, and I do my best to give them that, but it, it becomes a balancing act because I grind, you know, on my, on my daytime job, you know, hardcore, bro. You know, if it, I don't do nothing halfway, you know what I mean? I, I go hard in the paint. So by the time I'm done, you know, it, it takes that, there's that extra, you got to tap into overdrive and, you know, start building your dream because you, you can't spend every day building someone else's and not, you know, and just ignore your. Yeah. Let's talk about the extended family apparel. How- did you start that or did someone else start that? Yeah. So um, once, once I got out of the core, like I said, uh, I was down bad, bro. And, and I really, really got to a dark place, man. And, uh, you know, we can talk about that afterwards. Yes. But, uh, you know, eventually when I got better, I, I realized like, man, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Like and instead of whining and complaining about, you know what I mean? What the guys that I lost and, and, you know, that maybe it's my fault, you know, it wasn't, you know, it really wasn't. And, those guys would be pissed if they knew that I was just sitting here, you know what I mean? Throwing my life away. So taking that and knowing that I always wanted to do something in fashion, I enrolled in fashion school once I got out of the core and I was able to use the GI bill to get my bachelor's degree in fashion design. And so there's a, at towards the end, the last three semesters, you kind of have to, you have to create your own collection. So you have to come up with the concept. And that's the first, the first three months was just to come up with the concept. And then the next three months, you know, you planned everything out. And then the last portion, you put the collection together by hand, completely by hand. So, you know, coming up with the concept, it forces you to say, okay, well, if, if I'm going to these clothes out, who am I? You know what I mean? Who, who really am I? And why am I still here? 
And when I was down bad, bro, when I gave up on myself, when I had nothing left, it was the people around me that kept me going, that fucking held me up, that, that told me, do not quit. We're here for you. It was my extended family that kept me alive. And so that's who we try to be as a brand. You know what I mean? We're about positivity. We're about love. We're about letting you know, you know, as long as we got breath in our lungs, homie, you are never alone. Dude, man, just by you saying that when, when times get tough and when, when all these doors are closing in, it's just, that's one thing. It always it dawns on me where sometimes I might have bad dreams or like sometimes with me, when I was telling you, my deepest fear is to, you know, be homeless again. That to me is one of the most biggest fears. I, 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 I can't, I can't do it, you know, because I don't know how it is for a person to be homeless for years, but for, for me to be homeless for about four to five months, it made me realize, you know, don't take shit for granted. And one day you might have something and the next day it will be taken from you. And, you know, it may, it, I'm going to tell you something, Mookie, it straightened my life up and you know what? It made me very humble and it made me, not take advantage of it and always man there's there's some dark days there's some dark days you know and i'm I'm just glad i got my life back together i got a roof over my head and i'm just telling you man because you know me being a single father raising two boys and we're living in the streets man it's you know i had everything i lost everything i had everything i lost everything and i got this is my last time to get everything. And to me, it was a wake up call. And I didn't know if I I told you this, but uh, this week, you know, uh, <laughs> I just drank my last beer. So pretty much I want to just take a little time off from drinking and, and everything and just live life because I feel like right now, you know, I get worried, Buki, that I'm doing so much and I'm not living life and you never know, this could be my last day here on earth. And I was like, man, what the fuck am I doing, dude? I'm not even spending time with my kids. I'm not even spending time with my lady. Um, I'm just, I, it's like, so that's one of the reasons why I want to take a break, you know? Absolutely, bro. And again, you know, I applaud you, man. I think that's awesome. And, you know, I don't judge nobody. I don't drink myself, but Hey, if that's, if you're capable of doing that, handle it but for you you know if you want to take a break bro i encourage you just be present man you know what i mean just just soak in every moment and man they're so precious bro and you know it's it's uh man time with my kids i took it for granted for so long you know what i mean and now that i understand what it's all about i mean i fiend for it bro. i just every hug every kiss anything bro i just i love them so much so that's awesome, man. Just be in the moment, be present, and enjoy every second, bro, because, you know, time flies, man. Before you know it, these guys are going to be up and moving out the house. Yeah, that, you know, that's a good topic I want to talk about. When you're going through your dark days and you're pushing everyone, that's why I feel like I was doing it. For some reason, I got all that stuff back of, like, spending time with my kids and not being on my phone. Like, how did you deal with this? With it, did it just snap in your head? It's like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what the heck? So it, bro, it really, you know, when, when I came back the first time and the second time and the third time, I just began to drink, man, more and more and more. Yes. And then, you know, after the third time, I, I started doing cocaine and, and ecstasy and all these things. And I'm, I'm in the military, mind you. I'm not, I can't be doing these things, bro. Yes. But I've drank so much to this point that there's no effect, bro. 
that I'm drinking an 18 pack, a 24 pack, and it's like I'm drinking water. So what, and you know, the only reason I'm drinking that much is so I can feel something because I can't feel anything right now. Oh, wow. And so, and so, well, why don't I try this? And well, that's, you know, I don't really care for, you know, being on drugs, but this feels different than the pain that I'm going through 24 seven. So, you know, I'll, I'll do this. And then, you you know, it just, it, it spirals, bro. And it just, I just, one night I, I just broke, bro. It was just, it was March 13th, man. I'll never forget it. It was two thirty one in the morning and I was watching, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Man. Mm. And I seen this movie, bro. How many, you know how many times I've seen this movie over and over. I love it. But you know, he, it got to that one part where he, he gave him that line, bro. And he said, you know, it all comes down to two choices get busy living or get busy dying and bro in that moment i'll never forget those words man i'll never forget it It, that in that moment it changed my life and i was high on coke i was drunk i mean i was i i just it's i snapped and i heard a voice say like you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do are you gonna live are you gonna die make a decision and 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 i put it down and and i walked away from it man And and i put myself into rehab and you know, fortunately was able to get some help and I took it very serious, bro. And I, I took my sobriety very serious and I'm, I'm coming up on, geez, I don't even know now. I think like 2013 to 2021, whatever that is, that's how many years I'm coming up on, man. So you know, it, it, it's a fight. It's, it's a fight every single day. You know what I mean? It's not easy one day at a time, but you know, it just, uh, it, it was dark, man. It was dark, you know, and it brought me to a point of, you know, it, I, I want to drink. I want to drink so much that I, pass out on my back maybe and vomit and choke on it and die that's that's where i was at man dude that's deep man yeah and and so you know now to once i got the help you know what i mean and and understood what was happening with me i was able to work on it and fortunately was able to you know make get a stronger bond with my children now and you know be in more contact with them be more present with them because bro I didn't know how to, but they, they teach you how to be a stone cold killer and nothing else. They don't teach you how to come home. Dude, that, you know what, that that's good because you're so used to a regiment and everything. And when you get, when you come back to the States and everything, it's like, you're expecting everything, your lady to do everything for you, but you still have to do stuff yourself and, and everything, which, yeah. So it must've been a hard transition when you came back and trying to get your life back in order and stuff like that. But dude, man, for you going through those dark times and, and having your kids and having the extended family and having your lady be there, you need that support. Now these days, you really need that fucking support. Absolutely, bro. And the, the key thing, man, is communication, doggy. I can't stress that enough. You know, you have to be honest and open you know if you're serious about the person you're mm-hmm. with you know or if they're just speaking with your family or whatever you got to be open man and be honest and say this is what it is you know what i mean too 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 often like there's disagreements and miscommunication why because well you said this so i took it this way i'm not going to tell you anything i'm just going to be mad in the corner but this is why i'm mad you know what i mean and nobody's talking we're all just mad but if you take the time to you know hey let's talk this out Oh my God, bro, your world changes, man. You know what I mean? It really, and and I'm proud of my wife and myself for, for doing that, bro. Early on, we had some blowouts on me. Let me tell you, we got, we got down in dirty. We all got the baseball bats, you know what I mean? With the insults and we were, we were going for the throat with the insults, but you know, fast forward to now. And, you know, of course we still have disagreements, but we're in a place where we, we understand by now, like, look, we need to take a moment, chill, but 
let's not let's not leave this here. Let's revisit it in a little bit. You know what I mean? And see what we can do. And more often than not, every single time, you know, we come out stronger, bro. So it's awesome. Yeah, man. You know what? Sometimes if I argue with my lady, I'm like, you know what? You win, man. Okay, you win it all. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Why are you always mad? <laughs> you know? Why are you always? It's like to me, I have to be like five steps ahead of my lady because, you know, I'm still on chapter two of this chapter of 106 uh, chapters, but how to, how to know your Latina woman and shit, you know? How to get her on her good side and <laughs> yeah. everything. Because there's so much. You know, there's yeah. one thing about with Latina women like they're they're so detective and private eye like oh i look at your phone and oh, this shout out to my wife yeah yeah shout out to my wife but yeah. the only but yeah she's a, she's got a full-blown agency <laughs> but the only thing is they they want to be suspicious with us but the thing is they forget their stuff hey babe do you know where this is at do you know where this is like well you should know it man it's like you know everything's like i don't know it's just it's just it's, it's funny <laughs> they need our help but yeah. at the same time they want to yeah. roast us Oh my God! If, if I told my wife you should know where it's at because you know everything, I would be moving out tomorrow. <laughs> I saw this meme today of uh, this uh, girl with her her boyfriend was asleep, and the girl was like, "What are you doing? I'm looking at your phone." It's like, "Oh, let me go get my stuff. I'm gonna I'll leave the house because he already knew he, he already knew he got caught. <laughs> that's dirty. He got caught. You know. That's dirty. And, yeah, that's super and, dirty. And, and you know, like to me, that was a thing where me and my my ex, you know, at the time we were kind of split up then when we got me and my lady we got back together there was things that we had to sit down and said look man if we're gonna make this work what are the things that i need to do better and what are things that you need to do better and with me she doesn't like it that i'm on my podcast too much you know when you look at your phone you're trying to promote and everything so I have to come to an agreement because there's times, Mookie, where I'm so much promoting this episode and I'm wasting about maybe a day, about seven or eight hours a day, you know? And yeah, no, yeah. And she needs help because, you know, we have a little son and he's not even one. And he, my, my lady, she can't handle him. Like, Steven, I need your help, man. Like, dear baby Jesus, help me. <laughs> yeah i get it you have to bro again it's all about balance man you know what i mean it's all about balance we got to try to do our best and of course i'm like you you know what i mean sometimes i feel i go overboard and <laughs> you know what i mean but it, it's you know you, you got to have that balance man and just you know like you said just just that clear communication and a big part of what you said is understanding you know that we, we're wrong too sometimes and that shit is hard bro that's a hard bullet to bite you know what i mean to say fuck i was wrong there's no there's no other way around it i was wrong when you learn to say that and, and understand that bro again it's a different yeah way. you exactly you just hit it you hit it right there out mega man was the most stubborn motherfucker there is i always wanted to be right is it's always about me 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 like it, but now it's like when when i got a reality check by her and i was like oh shit she put me in my place you kind of more like she checked you, she checked your, you know, check your ego at the door and everything. And then I came to realize, you know what, you're right. It's not about me and it's not about her. It's about us. And that's one of the things sometimes with her, it was always about her. But with me, it was always about me. So we were too greedy to show our love for each other because, you know, and everything because she wants attention and I want attention. So that's one of the things what we had to sit down and do is like, okay, how are we going to make this work? And it's a time Mookie, but you know what? It, it's, it's coming along. It's, you know, it's coming along day by day, you know? 
Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's good for you. That's good for your kids. You know what I mean? It's good for us. It's good for our kids because they've already been through enough, bro. You know, our kids are young, man, and they've already been through too much. So if if we can, you know, do it right and and break the cycle, bro, of of what we saw growing up and what our parents before them saw growing up, mm-hmm. you know, it's up to us, bro. We have that opportunity. It's in our hands to do that, to affect the future and, you know, communicate and and show our children the proper way to handle you know confrontation and things like that and and let them know that hey look screaming and throwing and breaking things that's not normal that's not okay don't let anybody tell you as you you know grow up that oh that's just the that's how i grew up it's not okay it's really not you can communicate effectively and, and figure out solutions in a way that's healthy you know you absolutely can oh yeah that's that's always a big must you know like from this COVID and now these kids are going to Zooms and these class and stuff. I'm going to be honest, Mookie. I think this is kind of the last time we see our kids go back to school. Now they want to save up money for the state. Like, hey, teacher, stay home. We'll have the kids stay in school. So no, we need to have that interaction. The kids need to. You know, it's it's not good for our kids to stay home and not interact with with their friends or their teachers or or with the day to day life when they go when they go to school. They need that because if 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 they don't have that, it's going to make it more harder for them to socialize or see what's what's going to be going on in the real world when they do turn eighteen. You know. Yeah, man. Especially for the little ones, you know, like my my toddler. He was, you know, three four years old. He was in, um, you know, daycare, and he was he started going, and you know, he was getting into the routine and the rhythm, and just getting ready to start kindergarten, and then boom, this thing hits and. You know, it just, we haven't been able to, to, to get them in somewhere, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's been, it's been really tough, you know what I mean? Because that's what my heart breaks for. Like, he's a little dude, he, he's, he needs to start getting those developmental skills early, you know? And, and of course, you know, as my, my nine-year-old and my 13-year-old, all of them go up the scale, you know, they, they're all at critical points, you know what I mean? You know what it was like to be a oh, yeah. dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain things that, that he's missing out on, you know what I mean? And, and so it's, up and down the board, you know what I mean? It, it sucks for the kids. I know. We're just going to see it, you know, just take it one day at a time. And hopefully things can, yeah. things can, things can turn around. I know little by little, everyone's getting the, the vaccination and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe this is a, this is a brighter, you know, hopefully 2021 we'll, we'll, we'll leave it a brighter note and we'll get back to normal and stuff. Cause you know, hopefully one day I can hang out with Mookie and, and drink some vitamin water and have some barbecue and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I told you, bro. I'll get the XXX vitamin <laughs> water, so it looks like I'm drinking something. That's naughty. what's up. So we're we're almost getting to the end. Uh, let's let's talk about how did you start the put the stress down podcast? What did you start that? I started that back in literally like right when the pandemic hit, bro. Right in March, like I uh, my cousin, he's my partner, my main partner. Shout out to Alski Uno. Mm-hmm. He was uh, my co-founder of the brand. Actually, to let me just backtrack real quick on that story. After um. I had created that just for school, you know, but once I graduated, he pushed me to really launch that and to, he was like, you know, whatever happened with that, why don't you do something with that? And so fast forward to now, you know what I mean? So I give him a lot of credit for, for bringing it to the mainstream, but, uh, um, I'm sorry. What, well, I just lost my train of thought. My bad. No, no. Like um, you went backtracking to, to try to get the name. How did you get the name up? Uh, put the stress out. Oh, all right. That's right. That's right. So I'm sorry. Sorry about okay. that. Sorry about that. And ladies and gents. But uh, so he, he came, uh, he, he would come every now and then cause he works for UPS. And so sometimes we would be able to meet up for lunch cause I was working out in Cyprus 
And uh, I just, I had this idea, man, kicking around in my head, but he's always the guy that can make me leap. You know what I mean? I get ideas, but I get too far, I get too deep in my head. You know what I mean? And without that push, I'll never jump. You know what I mean? So he came for lunch one day and I just told him, I go, look, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about starting this mental health podcast and, and, you know, talking about my experience with PTSD and, you know, which stands for post-traumatic stress disorder and other, just having conversations about other mental health issues and, you know, taking those letters, PTSD, and turning them from something negative into a positive. And I use those letters, you know, to call it put the stress down. Yeah, yeah. And I think that because, you know, when you're a podcaster, you always want to come up with a good, very, very good catchy name. So with when you put the put the stress down podcast, that's where it was intriguing, like put the stress down podcast. And when I started to hear, hear the episode, I was like, okay, now the <laughs> the podcast title makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it, it just almost has a double meaning too, bro. Like again, with all when there's craziness going on and, and it's just too much, put the stress down, take a listen. You know what I mean? Take a listen to us. Just put the stress down and listen and listen to some positivity for you know 30 minutes an hour whatever the case may be oh yeah and uh with with your podcast usually are you do like just seasons or or just or like like just full-time like regularly just put an episode out yeah i'm doing seasons right now and that's the beautiful thing about having your own shit you know what i mean when you're in charge you can do whatever you want so in the first season i you know that's kind of where you cut your teeth so right now we're on season two in the first season i would do my episodes but then i would also have guest episodes mm -hmm. so i i started giving them different numbers which got really confusing for the audience because episode four my episode four would be different from the guest episode four so you know you kind of carve that out and then now rolling into season two i've just begun you know numbering them all in order and i've got my own theme music now that i created on GarageBand and my own outro music and i just got rid of like any licensed material i was using you know what i mean so we're looking strong in season two, man. We're better than ever and just trying to get better, trying to work on my skills as a host. And again, trying to make people feel comfortable and let them know that, man, this is a safe space. You know what I mean? And we're just here to have a conversation. We're not here to use you. We're not here to, you know what I mean? For shock value. We're just here to help. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's so, so good to you say, Hey man, we're just here to help, you know, cause some people they they get kind of iffy. It's like, well, you know, they get kind of iffy, like, what's this podcast is about? Like, it's a little too much, you know, and, but you know what, sometimes we all need to hear it. But with, with the sensitive ears, it's hard for them to hear it because it's just too much thrown at their face, but they're not used to it. Maybe because they were just uh, what, maybe they were brought up different or maybe because it might trigger something. Who knows? Yeah, that that's definitely possible. And there has been a couple episodes, you know, where I said right off the bat, you know, look, this episode is very heavy. If it could be triggering, you know, if you're not in a good mental space right now, you know, maybe come back to this one because, you know, I keep it real, bro. And I encourage anyone to go back to season one and listen to the episode, The Kids Aren't All Right. And it's the episode I did on suicide. And you Ooh. hear that and you're, you're going, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know about that, but it's happening, bro. We got to stop pretending like it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? It's happening. It's happening. And, and we got to put a stop. That to was it. a deep episode. I just, I, I was hearing it and I kind of like stopped it. And I had to like, okay, reflect my mind. It's like, okay, okay. Cause I've been through situations, you know, I almost committed suicide a lot of times. And, you know, that's the mm -hmm. thing where it's like, a lot of people don't understand like Mega Man could commit suicide. Oh, this guy has issues. No, 
this is the thing where a lot of people do not make the effort and time to get to know what we're going through in life or what the stuff that, you know, we had in the past because all they see is social media. They don't know what you've been through in your life or they don't know what I've been through in my life. So they're going to make their assumptions. They are, bro. And there's just, there's such a huge misconception, like you just said, that if you have mental issues, you're crazy. So it, it, we've, we've been conditioned to think that there's two groups of people, normal people and people in institutions, and there's no in between. And, and that's insanely off base. You know what I mean? There's people that are absolutely quote unquote normal, you know what I mean? Live a normal daily life, but they've been through some shit that you just don't know, you know what I mean? And, and they don't know how to handle it. And they don't, you know, they've never been diagnosed. They've never, nobody's ever told them. So there's people out there everywhere behaving in certain ways, you know mm. what I mean? Vicious, nasty, visceral ways, hurting people, you know, using defense mechanisms. And they have no fucking idea why. Mm. But, you know, they're all out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So we're almost at the end. And I just want to say, Mookie. Uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast. Do you have any last words or any shout outs? Uh, thank you, man. Again, like I said, I really do appreciate it, man. And uh, it, it's going to be a regular thing, bro. We're going to bounce oh. back and forth between mm-hmm. each other's shows. You know what I mean? Because we make good content, man. And I think we equally have so much story to tell. So shout out to Extended Family Apparel. Follow us there. Shout out to Put the Stress Down podcast. Follow us there. And shout out to my wife and kids, everybody, the team, the EF team. I love you guys. Shout out to you, Mega Man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be the last time. We're gonna we're gonna keep on going. You know, you have an open open invitation to come my podcast and come on anytime. It's like, hey, Mega Man, I got a vet, man. Let's just let's do an episode, homie. Like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, bro. Uh, same goes for you, man. I'm gonna slap that reverse card on you from the Uno deck. You let me. You got it anytime. You let me know because once I take my two months, you can let me know. Like, hey, Mega Man. Um, I you want me to be? Uh, I got you. Want to be? Want to come on, dude? Hell yeah, I'll come on because I rather when I'm off for two months just to make me more relevant, Mookie. I'm gonna do other people's podcasts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll have you back on, man. Fresh as a daisy, and we'll see what you got to say. All right, all right. Well, everyone, I hope you like this episode. And where can everyone follow you at? Follow us at uh, Extended Family Apparel on Instagram. All right, everyone, you hear that? Follow them. Extended Family in Peril, and also follow Put the Stress Down podcast. Mookie, once again, once again, thank you for coming on. Uh, you can find my podcast on Anchor, uh, Spotify, you know, Apple, like Radio Cast, the whole nine yards, and also please rate review on Apple Podcasts to make the Mega Mess podcast climb up the rankings with my podcast and also with Mookie's podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at the Mega Man's podcast page, everyone. Not the Mega Man's podcast, the Mega Man's podcast page. Once again, Mookie, you have a blessed day on, 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 your, on a beautiful Sunday, brother. Hey, man. Thank you, brother. All right. We're out, guys.